probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. You're listening to the Star Wars Sessions with Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is where the fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon. He's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there, but some say... He has a bad motivator. It's R Blive D4. <laughs> hang, hang on, hang on. Am I missing something here? How, how does it go? R R Blive D4. R five D four. Mate, it doesn't get much better than that, mate. It we'll doesn't. To that. It doesn't, mate. Honestly, flipping hell. Bly puns galore, people. Bly puns galore. Well done, mate. Well done. We're getting there. What episode is this? Is this, this, this is, is 89. 89. We're 11 away from 100. You've got just 11 puns, bligh puns to do. And you're there. You're, it's the home stretch, mate. You, you can do this. It you is, can do this, it's, like, it's like the man on a marathon. It, the, end, the finish line is in sight. And just to reiterate, guys, we're counting it down to 100, but the show isn't ending at 100, just so you know. Just the bligh puns. We're going to retire the bligh puns, you know, for, for the foreseeable future, and we may, boy. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure when when an obvious one crops up from New Canon, I'm sure we'll end up fitting it in somewhere. Yeah, slip it, slip it in, mate. You know, that's what that's what the pod's for. That's what the pod's for, mate, boy. How on earth has your naughty little week been? It's been all right, dude. It's been uh, a busy week at home. Obviously, sorting the kids, kids back at school, so uh, making sure they get their education, which is very good. Oh, yeah, I've heard. I've heard education is is. It's a good idea sometimes. It is quite good. It's not ungood. It's very much good, apparently. See, as an educated man says. Um, yeah, it's very good. Keeping an eye on the news, dude. Been um, uh, enjoying some good food and been enjoying some naughty food as well, oh. um, which probably shouldn't be eating on my waistline, but hey, weekend, isn't it? That aside, though, dude, been living in a Mando world, and I'm loving it. But how are you, sir? Oh, mate. Well, this is the thing, you know, England is in another lockdown, but, you know, who cares about oh. that? Boring. Um, <laughs> we got we got Mandalorian. Do you know what I mean? And on Friday, we obviously dropped our cheeky Mandalorian recap. And Whoop. do you know what, mate? Waking up Friday morning, and I, I said this, didn't I, in the last recap, I'm pretty sure, you know, just waking up, and it's it was misty outside, getting my coffee, you know, snuggling up on early in the morning while everyone's asleep. Us weirdos are up watching Star Wars at whatever AM. You know, in our oh, Star Wars lounge pants. Mate, you know it. And I'm here for it. It's just absolute filth. So, guys, we'll say it again. Every Friday in the afternoon, we are dropping our own Mandalorian recap. Matty Boy and I are recapping whatever episode came out that week, whether it's mm-hmm. good, whether it's bad. We're going to spit all of our opinions out on to the realm of the internet. Spoiler heavy. Spoiler heavy indeed. And Matty Boy, it is absolute filth. Other than that, it's been a pretty chill weekend. You know, I te- this, is, this is one little bit of filth, I'll tell you, mate. On Saturday... Um, I fired up the Burger King app for the first time in ages. Classic, the classic app. (laughs) It is the app to rule them all, right? So in the UK, I don't know if it applies elsewhere, but in the UK, the Burger King app is the one. Because quality. Because 
honestly, because like Burger King usually is actually quite pricey. Like I go, I go in there, I get a burger meal, yeah, burger, chips, drink or something, and Biggest they're one. like, oh, that'll be like seven pound thirty. I'm like, hang on, mm-hmm. what? Was that's like a fiver in McDonald's? Bacon XL double cheese sets me back about seven quid. Yes, yeah, it's going to be the majority of a tenner, isn't it? That's the way I look at it. And uh, but when you fire up the bad boy app, yeah, a whopper chicken royale chips and a drink it was like six pound fifty i was like mate gotta go for that now my missus she only likes the nugs the nuggets the nuggies from mcdonald's so do you know what i do i'm, I'm sitting there i'm like look it's a lockdown i ain't got nothing else to do have i so i drive to mcdonald's and i get nugs so i what did two trips. husband mate it, and do you know what? Actually, I was going to look at the queues because, listen, you're so good husband. If the queues were super long, I would have been you're like, do you know what? Long it. this. I'm just going to, sorry, love. Just He's going to pretend that these ones are McDonald's yeah. ones. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I zoomed through Different both shape. of them. It was, mm-hmm. was kind of like, it was like half seven. So it's kind of getting on into the, into the burger eating evening. <laughs> So yeah, that's it, mate. That that is as interesting as life gets in the moment, apart from the Mandalorian, which I'm very happy is here. But I've heard we're talking some absolute Star Wars filth this week, mate. Boy, is that right? Uh, well, that's all we ever do on a test, isn't it? We just smother ourselves in filth, yes. and it's always <laughs> a good way to spend a Monday. But in the background, I'm sure I can hear something other than PJ Masks. I'm sure I can hear the chimes of Big Ben Kenobi. Oh, it's a galactic news round. Ron Howard has revealed that privately Harrison Ford enjoyed Solo A Star Wars Story very much and was incredibly gracious and complimentary to Alden Ehrenreich. To follow up on our podcast discussion of last month, a collection of rare Star Wars toys has sold for over £400,000 at an auction in Dudley, England. Leslie Headland has revealed she has been working on her forthcoming, as yet untitled, Star Wars project for a little over a year. This is Vanessa Marshall, the voice of Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Mando is back. The Mandalorian is back. We're all loving living in this Mando world, uh, but we're here to talk about something that isn't Mandalorian, or so George Lucas once told us, that our boy, who we can't pronounce, Boba Fett slash Boba Fett's uh, spoilers, he made a return at the end of Chapter 9, Season 2, Episode 1's episode, The Marshal. We saw Tamura Morrison with his back to the camera. He turned round and bossed his way off screen. Bobber slash Boba, but I'm going to call him Bobber. Bobber is back. <laughs> and with that, though, is the rumours that he's going to have his own Disney Plus series. Deadline are reporting, in fact, that Boba Fett is getting his own Disney Plus series, which is due to begin filming... This week, so by the time you guys listen to this show, it's it would have begun filming, which would mean that any kind of locations would have been scouted for use on the volume. We, we would have directors in place, we'd have a script in place, we'd have cast in place. Apparently, according to Deadline, who aren't they, they aren't unreliable, put it like that. 
apparently we're getting a Boba Fett Disney Plus show. So we thought we were going to discuss that this week and, you know, what that could entail and where is it set and is it a good idea, this, that and the other now. But, um, Lukey boy, we were quite excited of, in the end after being sceptical just to see Boba back. So what are your first impressions on hearing the news that apparently he's getting his own show? Ah, this is... Um... <laughs> <laughs> did, did I just say a thousand words with with a sound? Um, no, uh, you know it's big news for Star Wars, but of course, in 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 a way, and from a certain point of view, mm-hmm. it's not actually new news. Um, in fact, it's quite old news. Uh, a Boba Fett project, right, in the capacity of a film now series, has existed for a long time. Um, now, of course, in 2015, uh, a popular little, a uh, well-received film, you might have heard of it, called Fant 4 Stick came out. Um, of course, it was a 2015 Fantastic Four, uh, kind of like reboot, um, yep. came out. And it was directed uh, by Josh Trank, and he co-wrote the screenplay on it. And that was 2015. You know, this is the era that Star Wars is back. Star Wars year was 2015 you know the whole world was captivated by this film particularly in the united states right force awakens to this day is the biggest film in the u.s okay it's such a big deal there um and for some reason lucasfilm went josh trank he seems to know what he's doing (laughs) let's (laughs) let's give give him let's give him a film uh what what film should we give him um, well, we're doing these spin-off films. We're calling them anthology films at the moment, which, of course, later on um, turn out to be called a Star Wars story films. Yep. And uh, Josh Trank is given the privilege of a Boba Fett standalone film, right? I think this is quite widely reported and accepted yep. as, you know, this happened, right? Um and so something like that has always been in the works, okay, for, for many years. Now, this is where something gets a bit blurry, Matt. I was always under the impression, right, they kind of took the ideas, the concepts, the feel, the swagger, the the filth, and more importantly, you know, the spice of from that, that Boba Fett project. And they channeled it all into the Mandalorian series, which is what we've got, right? And the Mandalorian series has been excellent, right? We're obviously still watching it at the moment, but generally to have the project so well received, you know, the numbers are pretty good. Um, It's, you know, the main driving force into why people subscribe and sign up to Disney Plus and Disney Plus has smashed its figures, you know? There's... There's a lot of things that that contribute to to Mando's success, um, but then fast forward to 2020, and two lads from Essex who met at a coffee shop. Well, we <laughs> met online, but it, it turned right. out that we worked a few meters away from each other, and we finally met each other at a coffee shop. Ford, uh, f- fast forward from that a few years, and we're being told, dudes, not only have you got a TV show about a Mandalorian bounty hunter, you're going to get a limited series about Boba Fett. I kind of don't, I kind of don't know what to feel, mate. 
because I think I think mm. I think I would have been more hyped for this. Yeah, if the Mandalorian didn't exist, mm-hmm. but it does I exist, know. and that's itching my scratch for that kind of bounty hunter, gritty, but still Star Wars. Even as you know, Chapter Ten wonderfully showed us how weird star wars can be in a nice way in a in a lovely way um you know what's there to tell i suppose boba mm. fett escaping the sarlacc maybe you know these are assumptions i don't know mate i i'm, I'm not sure what to think about it i'm starting to think you know there was a time where they just announced loads of star wars projects and i was like <laughs> whoa guys you know slow down here and it it took for lucasfilm to make a quote-unquote mistake which again as we all as we've said for years matty boy you know that's up for debate mm-hmm. on a lot of variables but solo i don't think was the film that should have been made in the second anthology slot yep is lucasfilm doing that with their tv show you know with their tv show project maybe Matt, come come and rescue me from this cesspit of confusion. <laughs> because because I'm I'm excited. Listen, I've got a Boba Fett helmet right here, and I love it. Yes, and do. I've I've got a Boba Fett action figure that the missus got us like a couple of weeks ago, and I love it. It's great, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm in a catch thirty three at the minute because. Before the Mando came out, I wasn't interested in a Boba Fett series by himself. A Bounty Hunter series with Boba, like um, Dengar, Bosk, you know, the classics, and Chuck's a throw some more in. Okay, I was was always up for that idea. But just Boba? Nah. Then we get the show. Then we get... uh, Then he turns up in the Mando, um, and and I see that, and I'm thinking, okay, wow. Even though I think it's a weird idea that he's back. How cool is it that he's back on all this? But then, at the same time... Like you've just said, we've already got the Mandalorian. So I've gone from not being bothered by it to thinking, this is great, it's Boba, to I don't want to see him in his own series. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. And especially what you're saying about the TV series, we've got, obviously Mando is out there now. We've got Kenobi apparently in production. We're starting next year. Cassian is already in production. Uh, We've got Leslie Headlands, as we mentioned. Her TV series is up and running. It's been worked on for the last year. Um, and probably a sitcom in Dex's Diner will be next. I don't know, but so they're <laughs> pumping out. That would be fun. They're cheers. They're pumping out um, content or at least announcing it, which is what they did of the films, like we said, a Boba Fett film, a Kenobi film, a solo film. Uh, so in a way, it's a good thing we didn't get the Boba Fett film because I think it would work better in the limited series, and I'll get into that shortly. But yeah, Josh Trank had no luck whatsoever. He, the fa- Fantastic Four had so many problems behind the scenes that, it is pretty much a studio-directed film, and Josh Trank took the fall for it. But yeah, yeah, because his film before that Chronicle was quite good actually, and then he recently released this year a film called Capone, which was, whoa, yeah, <laughs> that wasn't good at all. Uh, Tom Hardy wasn't good. So Josh Trank, I mean, is he at fault? I don't know, but his la- his later stuff hasn't been great afterwards, so he's obviously not involved in this. But there is a. There is something which I found positive about this news, which we're probably going to bleed into later on. But top level thought, when I heard this, I did think it was reactionary. And I was hoping that Lucasfilm had learned from their mistakes and didn't just think, well, this is flavor of the week or 
the fans are probably going to like this or they've heard of this person. So let's just throw a TV series at them. Because like you said, what is there to tell? So I guess let's just kick off with that. I mean, if they, let's just say this is actually confirmed because Deadline are running that it is, you know, as good as confirmed. And I believe Deadline. So let's just say hypothetically this is happening. What story can they tell? When When is it set? Is it set, you know, pre-Mando, post-Mando? For me, I'd like it to be set at the same time as Mando. The Ooh. reason being is that it completely then uh, it negates the worry about what is he going to overshadow the Mandalorian in his own show? Because if Boba has his own show running concurrently, we know he's out there. We know what he's getting up to, but it's not getting in the way of the Mandalorian. So we're not waiting for Fett to appear in every episode of the Mando because we know he's what he's up to. So they introduce him in a Mando and then give him his own series, which is what I don't want them to do with um, Boba, with Ahsoka, with anybody, Sabine. I don't want him to be introducing the Mando as a stepping point. But for me, I want it to be set at the same time as the Mando, just so he doesn't appear in the Mandalorian and take away the sheen from the Mando's best guard. But what about you, man? Could it be set before or after? I think it could be either. I like, I like what you mentioned, mate, about possibly, you know, something set in the Empire Strikes Back era, maybe between Empire and Return of the Jedi. You know, you've got the whole mandem of bounty hunters doing their thing, running about, you know, bringing people in. That could be interesting, but also could be a bit boring. Yeah, you know, you know, know what happens, um, don't we? Yeah. yeah, precisely. But, you know, on the other hand... I'm leaning I'm leaning toward what you've just said, yeah. It makes sense that this show would run at the same time as Mandalorian. Um, you know, and maybe we're seeing Tamara Morrison doing his own thing, trying to retrieve his armor. Um, you know, I can't help I, I need to get this out of my head because I feel like I feel like I have an idea in my head, right? that maybe Star Wars is trying to mimic something that has already been done on Netflix, mm. okay? And this is this once again goes back to um, the history of modern era, Disney era, Star Wars, right? Star Wars looked at the success of Marvel and said, look, you know, maybe we can do something similar, right? Maybe we can put out a, a film every year and it's going to be a big event and everyone's going to love it, right? Mm -hmm. And then they learnt, and, and and actually, I'm I'm of the opinion that could still kind of be a thing. I don't know if it would be the best thing, right? But anyway, I think they've learned their lesson from that and I don't think that's going to happen, uh, despite the fact it bugs me there's only two anthology films. Oh, no. Surely there should be an anthology trilogy, it right? Be. But but there, anyway, anyway. Um, that could still happen. You never know. But anyway, do you remember, mate? Um, and I know you're not quite as big on TV shows, right? But do you remember, like, on Netflix, there was this Marvel kind of universe. I think it was part of the MCU. But, like, Luke Cage was in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. The MCU TV kind of side of it, yeah. Right. And then it, and then there was, like, four shows. Yeah, there was Luke Cage. Uh, I think... One was Iron Fist. Mm -hmm. Is Jessica Jones was that one of them? Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Iron Fist. Right, yeah. So I know Daredevil was the first one, I think. And most of these I've not watched. It's just not really my thing. Mm -hmm. And Daredevil was uh, really, I think, quite well received when it first came out, right? 
And then they were like, do you know what? We could make kind of this little universe that is in the MCU, but it doesn't it doesn't quite affect your Infinity Saga. You know, this this problem or the the ultimate evil, the ultimate um, villain in this in this story arc, right, is going to be a lot more low key. But for this TV show, for these characters, it's going to be a big deal. You know, just like you know, my problem is small compared to someone else's problem. But in my universe, right, that's what I'm focusing on. Yeah, so. I could, I could say, I could see Lucasfilm looking at something like this and going, "Do you know what? Mandalorian, Ahsoka series, Boba Fett, and another series. Yeah, mm-hmm. three, four series set in one timeline in between Return of the Jedi and the sequel trilogy, maybe beyond the sequel trilogy, and this is what's going to happen. And, they all and they're all going to each weave." Other. Yes, they're all going to weave in and out of each other. And then maybe there's one final season of them all together doing their thing. Like what Marvel did with a series called The Defenders. Mm -hmm. Well, DC did it with the Arrowverse as well. Yes, that's another good example. Super super Girl, I think, The Flash and a couple couple other ones, yeah. And these these are shows that have pretty decent ratings. Mm -hmm. You know, Mandalorian has... um, surpass them in some ways i don't know in others it's it's really hard to measure streaming um because companies are very private about it but it depends on who you're listening to mandalorian could be one of the biggest shows of its kind yeah Mm -hmm. um on some articles and in some reports it's as big as stranger things and in others it's not it is like arrowverse so i think depending on the week it's somewhere in between but anyway um I think I think that's where they could be going if this Boba mm. thing is set in the same timeline as Mandalorian. So that is my very long-winded answer to that, hmm. mate, boy. Well, I've got a question for you on that, though, big man. Let's say, let's say that happened, uh, and we've got Ahsoka, Boba, Dex's sitcom, and the Mando are all running at the same time, and they kind of like every now and then characters crisscross over each other. Would you... But given how good we've all, the Mando is so far, would you want like the final season of the Mando to coincide with the final season of everything else, or would you still want that to be its own thing? Given that, given our bond with these characters, it's a great question, mate. I, I think Obviously, it's, it's a hypothetical. Really, it's it's re- of course, yeah. It's really hard to say that confidently without seeing what else has been made and what how how everything else goes like you know we mentioned the leslie headland show i've not been shy that the fact i'm worried about that show because leslie headland doesn't strike me as a star wars fan and if anything i'm pretty sure she's been pretty open about that i think Um, she came out in the interview recently i think she is a pretty big fan i think she came out recently and said something she uh she's dropping some kind of bombs about star wars and um she said a lot of the ideas came from when she was a kid, when she used to watch start, play Star Wars ah. as a kid. So some, I think that's what I read. Well, I'll say, if that's the case, I stand, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. I, ah, but once again, mate, I just think we've got it good with John Favreau and Dave Filoni, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's again, are they making similar to m- mistakes to what they did, you know, earlier on in the film? 
universe in the Skywalker saga. You know, they were like, right, who's hot at the moment? Colin Trevorrow, he's just done Jurassic World. Uh, Josh Trank, he's working on that uh, Marvel Fantastic Four film. Uh, Right, who else? Do you know what I mean? It feels a wee bit like that. And to me, Leslie Headland doesn't, again, I need to do more research on this, obviously. So don't, don't quote, don't take this as gospel, right? But to me, it screams like, that's a bit of a weird choice. Like, it just seems, I don't know, John Favreau, Dave Filoni, I feel like that's a step in the right direction. I'm like, yeah, that seems like these are people who are really invested long term, long term into the, into the health of the Star Wars franchise. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a bit concerned that if we've got like a ton of like series going on, you know, I'm not sure. Like you said, Obi-Wan, Cassian, they're set, you know, in other time periods. And then we're getting more series that could be set in this other time period. You know, oh, I don't Mm -hmm. know, mate. I don't know. I think they need to tread carefully here. I really do. And our listeners know us, mate, boy. You know, we're not not negative. We're not, we're not we're not drumming the the you know support for the anti Kathleen Kennedy gang you know no we're not those people but I'm a bit concerned mate I'm a bit concerned mm. and I think um it's it all comes down to our magical word that we love to use and we love us you know to it, but it's so true their execution <laughs> hang on let me have a drink of water I need a drink of water mate oh. Oh, all, all comes down to that. But by the way, are you drinking any beerios tonight? Or anything I do like have that? a beer, anything mate. Naughty? I've got a German Ooh. Weiss beer. I do like a good white beer. So I've got that. I've been um, I've been chugging that for the last twenty five minutes forty nine seconds. Oh, you naughty boy! You naughty oh. boy! Good for you. I'm, I'm I'm a bit jelly bean now. I've only got boring water, haven't I? But, well, the man um, they recap. We do, we do that usually at about midday ish UK time. So. Call me a prude, but it is a little bit early for me to be getting on the Beerios. Um, whereas our Monday night show is exactly that. It's Monday night, so uh, we've started the week off. Let's get well, through it the best way for, possible. For our review. listeners, for, for, for the magical experience of our listeners, whatever day it is that you're listening, it could be, <laughs> a, it could be a Thursday at 5 a.m. and you work earlies or late, depends, on, uh, on your time. It's all, we're with you. Um, but, I, but we're still drinking a beer. Yeah, Matt's got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, record scratch. <laughs> it's seven a.m. We're doing Mando recap, mate. Australian time. Matt what are you doing? <laughs> um, no, no I, I think. I think. Listen. I, does this mean I think there's poor like? I think there's poor planning or bad potential in this like little TV project that Lucasfilm has got going on. No, not necessarily. I think an Obi-Wan series makes a lot of sense, especially if it's a limited series. And I believe this Boba um, series is rumored to be limited. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's say, mate, right. Let me, let me throw a question back at you, man. Like, let's say this, it comes out. we're, We're a bit worried about it, a bit concerned. And they're like, oh yeah, but it's just three episodes. It's three mm-hmm. episodes, Boba Fett getting out the Sarlacc pit. And then it leads up into what we eventually see in Mandalorian season two and beyond. You know, how would you feel about something like that? To be honest, mate, <laughs> yes, it would be fun to see, but for that effort, for that expense, just do a comic. 
just do a comic <laughs> limited series to show him crawling out because yeah. he's going to crawl out of a gut of an animal. Just just do it in a comic. If it's just that, if it was a three a se- three episode mini series set during the Mando time, set after that scene in um, chapter nine. Okay, that's cool because it's new. We don't. I don't know what I'm going to see. It's three three episodes. Let's say forty five fifty minutes each. That's feature film length of Boba up to mischief, up to no good, being a bit naughty on Tatooine. Fine, because I don't know what I'm going to get. Being if I know it's just him escaping the Sarlacc, yeah, it's just being a bit naughty on Tatooine. If he's escaping the Sarlacc, then that's the end game. I know what he's doing. He's going to yeah. escape. Fuck yeah. it in a comic because, like, like the rise of Kylo Ren, it'd probably be a bit of a wet <laughs> squib, damp squib, but. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, to stick it on that. I think it is going to be a mini series because um, Bob Iger himself, way way back when, it seems like years ago, but it was only like, he said there were characters in the Mandalorian that were going to get a spin-off series. He said he said they were going to infuse, add more characters, and they were going to take those into their own directions. And in terms of different series, now another source claimed that there was going to be a Cara Dune slash Bo-Katan team up series that was in the works. But Deadline have kind of quashed this cowpat of a story and said it's not that's not happening, and I can't see that happening either. Um, but who knows? Les- that might be the one Leslie Headland is working on. She's working on a female fronted um, Star Wars series, and um, looking at having, having having a quick look at her interview. Yeah, she's uh, she she knows her stuff. She's um, she was a Timothy Zahn fan as a kid. She she loved the originals. wasn't so hot on the prequels because she was about our oh, my age when they came out. But through YouTube, she got introduced to the Clone Wars, to Dave Filoni, and people like that. And her fandom has taken off. Is this Le- Leslie Leslie Headland? Yes. So yeah, right. I, I can thing is, I oh, get, that's cool. I completely get what you're saying as well. That are we getting too much too soon? And my issue as well: are they going to overlap? So are they, are they just going to be dropping them like, different days of the week, or are they going to have one at a time? Because you know, I mean, have that. I mean, schedule wise, they've got plenty. They've got all the time in the world, but. Alongside that, they're going to have all their Marvel properties drop in TV series. So I'm sure they've got a scheduling thing, but it goes back to things like the Bad Batch when you're talking about, you know, what's hot now. Bad Batch have been around for a few years now on StarWars.com on those webisodes. Came back in season seven, uh, starting off that arc of the Clone Wars. That uh, season ends, series ends, bish, bash, bosh, Bad Batch are getting an animated series. And we're all sitting here thinking, most of us thinking, Fine, okay, great. Um, I'm interested in that because because yeah. it's set after all the '66, so it is giving us something new, which is what I said about Boba. Give us something new, and I'm all in. But that also feels like something that's very reactionary. Now, yeah. they've obviously had that plan for a while. You don't just announce something and then get to work and have it uh, pushed out in a matter of months. They've been working on it. They've had it in the pipeline. I'm sure they were just hoping that the Bad Batch got a good reception in season seven, which they seem to, but that kind of thing seems a bit left field, but as well, it also kind of makes me think they're not, it's not like a Luke Skywalker animated series, which would be a big deal. It could cause more division in the fandom. Give us the bad batch fun. Give thing. But then could a Boba Fett series ruin the fandom as well? Cause I've said, so I've banged this drum so many times. Boba looks cool, but that's it. He's just, he's just a beaten up old phasma. That's all he is. He doesn't do anything. He, he didn't. He didn't capture Han Solo. They all did, Vader did all the work. He conned the Carizian. Vader did the work, and all Boba did was load him on his ship, and then give him to Jabba, um, and then got his jetpack smacked, fell into a Sarlacc pit, and died. Apparently, 
So that is Boba's contribution to the films. Now, if you, um, I was talking to my buddy JB on the Patreon show, the Jibber Jabber Patreon show, and we did kind of mention this very briefly because we we're talking about Phasma, but it was uh, with Boba Fett is that, and I brought up Luke as a pertinent point. JB hasn't read the comics. He's, he hasn't read the books. You know, so his only experience of Phasma and Boba Fett is in the films. So, you know, it, this might work for him because he hasn't got 30 years worth of legends telling him that Boba Fett actually was the most BA person in the world. You know, Boba Fett in Legends and Expanded Universe was like an absolute boss man. Not, yeah. But to the fans going in who don't read those, and let's face it, that's probably 95% of them, they don't know that. They just know Boba Fett is that loser from Empire and Jedi. That's it. So... <laughs> How are they? What, what are they going to do to make? Uh, they've got on one hand a great chance to give us that back, to give us, sorry, fill out his story now, give us something which makes us think, yes, this guy is, you know, he's bad. Or they're just going to annoy fans who, you know, live and die by those that that old backstory. And if it's not as good as that, or isn't the same, they're going to have more divisions. So they're kind of damned if they do, or um, damned. If they don't, but when it, we were talking about stories, probably sorry, go on, man. No, it just seems I was going to say, sorry for interrupting. I, I was going to say, it just feels like a wee bit left field. It just seems like, yeah, well, and this, this ties back to my introduction, you know, on my thoughts. It felt like the Mandalorian kind of just itched this scratch, yeah, of yeah. this cool looking guy who actually doesn't have that history from the original trilogy, where you're like, actually, guy's a bit of a schmuck. Do you know what I mean? He didn't do this problem. Yeah. No, none of that history. It's a brand new character. Looks a bit like him. Well, yeah, of course it does. He's a Mandalorian. Oh, mm-hmm. I know the name of the show. Do you know what I mean? And, and lo and behold, yeah. it's very good. It's cool. And it's it just feels like, hang on, um, I ordered this. I ordered this like from it's like it's like if I ordered something online, yeah, from eBay or something, and I ordered it and it was like, yeah, it's gonna be in here in two weeks' time. And then I'm like, oh no, it's been delayed. Uh manufacturing problem, gonna be a month and a half. It's like, do you know what? Don't bother me. I'm gonna prime it. I'm an Amazon Prime. Bish bash bosh delivered tomorrow. And then two and a half weeks later, my my other package arrives anyway it's like well hang on mate like you know i'm not sure if i need that anymore um and i know people online have said the exact same thing and it's it's crazy how many people have said even similar analogies right because this is exactly something that i thought of because i had this exact problem this week or well last week actually last week i had that exact problem right I ordered something online and I've just I've just forgot it. I've ordered it from Amazon instead. Yeah. Um and yeah. I don't know, mate. It just seems it seems a bit a bit odd. And listen, with Lucasfilm, this is one thing I'm gonna say, mate. With Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. wait until we see something. Because yeah, man. We, it could be boss. Dude, Matty boy. We're, how how many how many if we had like a trophy cabinet of directors names on trophies for was part of a star wars project yeah <laughs> that cabinet mate since since like 2014 that that Speak. cabinet is getting pretty you know it's getting a bit tight in there mate <laughs> do you know what i mean it's <laughs> like, it, yeah. i don't know mate it, i don't know it's one of those announcements i always compare it to solo when i heard oh we're making a solo film. I'm like, oh, 
It's like, right. Great. It's like, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. And yeah. Solo was perfectly yeah. serviceable, wasn't it? But as we, as I always say, you can remove it from canon, which I'm not ad- advocating. Don't come at me. But you could remove it from canon. Nothing changes. Therefore, it's just a bit fine. Boba Fett runs the risk of doing that. Or, the, uh, but this is where I get my, my knickers in a t- because as far as I'm concerned, Boba Fett is dead. He's not now. So any so this is now retconning him to basically make him out to be, you know, the baddest bounty hunter in the galaxy, which is what the fans have this perception of because of the EU that, you know, Bob is like the king of the bounty hunters. And I know he's in the Bounty Hunter comic series and he's done some pretty bad things in that, but to me now this kind of smacks of just trying to trying to make live up to a character's reputation, whether that's to appease fans, I don't know. But you know, Boba Fett fell into the Sarlacc pit, he's gone. They've brought him back now, so they've got to do something with him, surely, mm-hmm. because what's the point of bringing him back? It, and it, uh, it could be great, or it could be like the Wish.com version of The Mandalorian, where it's just, this is not what I ordered. Whereas we've got a perfectly good Mandalorian series with The Mandalorian, and Boba isn't a Mandalorian uh, officially. I mm, I don't know, man. It, I, I'm, I, I'm just, this is what I mean, because I really want to see more star, live actor Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're all, we are all here for, that. But uh, I don't know if it's good. It's good, but it run to me. It also runs the risk of just being a bit meh because he doesn't talk much. But it's probably a good time to introduce now, mate. We got a um, an audio clip slash Patreon question from one of our patrons. Funny enough, the King of Wales, Luke Summerfield, which kind of ties into the story. So um, to kind of uh, be the seasoning to our discussion, here's uh, Luke's what Luke had to say. <laughs> First off, thank you for being constructively positive legends and all the extra spicy content you've been putting out and all the amazing sessioners out there. Let's scratch away the metal and see what's beneath the surface. When the helmet was removed from Din in Season 1, you could really see the vulnerability. Taking away the armour really shows the metal of the man. Boba is an icon and I think a show propel him further into his legendary status. What story would you guys like to tell? Remember, without palps, there would be no Boba. Oh, somehow Boba Fett returned, I think. Um, so we were just talking about the story there, mate, and... Luke's brought up that he is an icon, which is what we've mentioned. He is an icon because he looks cool to me. Again, let's talk. And I, you know, I'm the canon guy. I'm the law dude. But let's talk film here. He's in the films. He's done nothing to achieve that status. Let's face it. What story are we going to get? So if you're you're, you're given the the task, uh, Bob Iger's come up to you, or whatever uh, Bob Chapek, or his name is, and Kathleen Kennedy, Michelle Rejwan, and whoever else is there said, right, we want to add your head to the wall of directors, Luke. We want to make you a screenwriter, but we need you to pitch us a story for Boba Fett. Go, go yeah, shoot. I mean, to be honest, mate, I just need to be inspired, and I I'm not inspired by this story. Like, I can't make a pitch mm-hmm. if, I'm not, if I'm not sold by it. And I, I, that's a, that's that's a cop-out. That, that, I, I appreciate that's a cop-out, but I really think, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I think the most interesting thing we're going to get, mate, is actually what we could see in Mandalorian season two. 
And mm-hmm. it depend the future of Boba Fett, I think, really depends on how they write him in this in this series. I really think that. Um and it could be that we come away from it being like, oh man, yeah, there's some room for something there, right? There might be something special in a couple weeks' time. You might be like, Yeah, I'm I'm sold on something here. Um other than that, I think it goes back to what I said earlier, mate. You know, fill that Empire and Jedi timeline or a parallel show to Mandalorian, if you had to, where I don't know, I don't know, is he a bomb? Uh, is he a bounty hunter again? Is he this? You know, and I'm all for, you know, I'm all for positivity and stuff like that. You know, where it's where it's you know deserved, um, mm-hmm. but I I don't feel super excited by this. Uh, but again, it comes down to the execution, um, and it also comes down to, uh, yeah. <laughs> Five minutes late. <laughs> Caught him off guard there. there we go. Um, no, I, I think it comes down to the execution and it also comes down to how he's portrayed in this Oh, we love it. We do. We love it. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. What, l- l- let me throw it back at you, mate. They come to you. What, you know, oh. what are you pitching then? It does come down to the execution. Hey. <laughs> but... I I honestly don't know, dude, because I want it. I I would want. No, I want it. I'm sound untitled now. I would like it to be set at the same time as the Mando, but only just so it doesn't become messy. Right. Only so we haven't got like the whole Luke Skywalker sequel trilogy thing where where they were they were worried that Luke's going to overshadow everyone. Boba Fett is is an icon for for what you know whatever we may think he's an icon. Yeah. He, he's in the Mando now. And we even asked on our first Mando recap, and that is, are we going to see him in the next episode? In our last episode, the Mando Q&A, are we going to see Bobber? What's Bobber's role going to be? A lot of people focused on Bobber. And I don't blame them whatsoever. But that is also the issue now, is Bobber's out there, and he's been introduced in the Mando. We kind of expect to see him now. So my problem is, though, is if it is set at the same time, what do they do with him? Do they bring him back just to kill him off for good? If so... I still, obviously, you know, time is transient. It waits for no one. Everybody's time comes. But he was, he was like, you know, dead once, I say in air quotes. Why bring him back? Let's just do it again. I mean, unless they want to do it definitively, but at the same time, that also feels like a bit of a troll to fans. I, don't, I honestly don't know what they could do with him in a Mandalorian timeline. What, I mean, what's his purpose? A lot of people have said, let's have a show where he isn't a bounty hunter anymore and he's coming to terms with his life after bounty hunting okay fine yeah what you know i like the idea of that but again book give me a book about that i don't need to see a tv series about that because boba fett himself isn't of what we know isn't the most charismatic character he might end up being that but at the minute nothing about it strikes me as this is a guy i want to watch for four six eight episodes solely on him are they going to fundamentally change him to make him an anti-hero? In which case, isn't that kind of going against what we think he is? If he's not a bounty hunter anymore, then how many people are going to be happy of that? If he is brought back just to be a bounty hunter again, who's he going after? Who's who, who's hiring him? I guess maybe the first order or the final order or whatever. I, this uh, is what I mean, like, it, there's so many like, weird questions. I just don't know. It's a hard one. So, it's a hard one. It's a, t- it's a tough one, man. Yeah. It, is a, it is a tough one, but I'm open for it. After all that, if somebody says, look, it, it's, it, you can green light it, yes or no, 
go on I love Canada I love law I love I love the property I love it you know what I mean you go spend your millions and I'll enjoy it after after the part they'll listen to this they'll be like hang on what does the the session say yes do it any but I mean look Tamura Morrison just looks proper BA he looks badass man when he turns around in that episode I said it and I keep saying he looked so so great, so, so good. good. You could almost say he looked so good, and he generally did. He looked like a man who'd utterly murder you and everyone around you just for being in the same room. <laughs> he had that steel to he him. Did. He's the right age. He... Tamura Morrison looks as tough as nails. So I have no, and he's a great actor. So I have no prop doubt with that Tamura Morrison could do a good job. But I don't want to. I don't want to see him under the helmet anymore. I want to see Tamura Morrison act as Boba Fett. So. Whatever, as terms of a story, mate, oh, just give me Tamura Morrison without the helmet, but then that kind of negates the whole Boba Fett thing. So two questions for you then, mate, before I'm done, is yeah. firstly, uh, for, uh, if you could green light it now, would you? I know that's very, like, it's a vague question, but if would it be something no. you'd want? And why this? Why this character over... You know, any other characters or a new character or like an Afro maybe or something? I wouldn't green light it, mate, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Because once again, I I can't I can't see the vision for where this could go and have actually good enough meaning and contribution to the Star Wars universe. But in saying that, I'm gonna go back to let's see what Mando season two um shows. And I'm gonna come back to that point in a second. And yeah, in my head, I would do something original, man. I always loved the idea of an Afro series. And if Leslie Headland's doing that, then hey, listen, that's, that would be pretty spicy. Yeah, because the Afro yeah. idea would be awesome. Indiana Jones, Star Wars, bit of bam, bit of boom, right? I'm here for yeah. that. Um, you love yeah, a bit of Afro, don't you, mate? I, I do, mate. I do. There's something about her character that I'm like, I'm, I'm there for. It just, it's again, it's something now. I'm like, yeah, that feels Star Warsy. Um, but listen, what, I, what I kind of want to end my thoughts on this topic with is, I was skeptical and I was a bit worried about a Boba appearance in the Mandalorian season two, mate. Yeah, and I, I was like, I, and as I've said, I was like, no, I want a Cobb Vanth, you know, or I want. Boba, but I I wasn't sure what I wanted. And the guys came along and gave me everything I didn't realise that I wanted. Do you know what I mean? They did it. Yeah. We they... both shouted at the screen, yes, when it happened. Yes. In that yeah. moment, in yes, that isolated moment. Yeah. And I think that's a I think that's a testament to Dave Filoni and John Favreau. And I think mm. that I think that combination works man it works so i'm going to go out and say it really depends on who's involved in this project is this from the minds of dave and john or is it just left field they've come up with an idea and they're giving it to a director Mm -hmm. yep i think that's i think that's the most important thing to look out for here and i think we're going to get information in the coming months Let's watch this space. Let's try and stay positive about it. But listen, when I saw Boba in Chapter 9, when I saw the armor in Chapter 9, I was like, right, that's what they've done. And then to tick the other box on the other side of the sheet that I didn't even know was there, mate, yeah. 
Mozza turns <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, that was pretty good. So let's watch this space, buddy. That's that's my that's my kind of uh kind of answer. That's it, man. And the current original Star Wars series, The Mandalorian, is going down well. So they can do original stories with new characters and knock it out of the park and Mate, I love these kind of discussions where it's where it's loosey goosey. It's free. We may not have a definitive opinion because this kind of story throws up the option for so many things. You say one thing, and it's like, well, actually, what about this? What about that? At the minute, it seems like we're both not entirely sold on it. If they ask me, yep, yeah, go ahead and do it because not my money. Luke isn't keen on this being greenlit, but obviously, if if it is greenlit, we're both going to be there, front row, Disney Plus opening night probably doing a boba fett recap show as well but in terms of mandalorians mate dinjarin is the way for me this is the way hi this is jamie dew from the duel of the fates audio series and you are listening to star wars sessions probably britain's greatest star wars podcast ah bit of boba fett chat boba fitz it's made me fancy a drink. I've had my German Weiss beer, but now I fancy something a bit cooler. My fifth may be a Kef beer or some Spotchka. And it just so happens to be our favourite dirty, dusty drinking hole. It's over there. It's the Bantina, shall we? Oh, let's do it, mate. Yes. Those big old arms. Uh, as we do each week in the Bantina, and if you're new to the show, we sit down each week with a couple of Kef beers with you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy, because we wanted to hear what you thought on our main discussion, which of course this week was the Boba Fett Disney Plus series. And we got, as usual, we got, a, uh, this time we got a lot, a lot of responses. So we've whittled them down to a few, um, but we've got some good ones, haven't we, mate? Oh, yes. And to kick us off is a lovely little number from Eve Evangel. I hope I pronounced that right. He, he's mostly known as, let's try, let's see if I can do this off, off memory. ST... 90019. I will check that and see if it's right after the voice message. Let's hear it. So my thoughts about the Boba Fett series are a bit like um, we always wanted as fans uh, something about Boba Fett has always been a huge interest in, in Boba Fett. Um, so TV, series, movie, whatever. Uh, but we got the Mandalorian instead. And then we were like, okay, what's that about? And then we saw the Mandalorian and everyone loved it. It's been a huge success. And now Boba Fett, it's it's a bit like you you ask for chocolate cake because you like chocolate cake, and someone is like, no, no, hang on, this cake is actually much better. Try this one; you're gonna love it. And you try the cake, and you love it, and you finish up the entire cake, and then you're done, and you're stuffed. And someone comes up, is like, hey, you asked for chocolate cake, so here's the chocolate cake. And you're like, well, I'm like, do I still want this now? I mean, it's still gonna be awesome and and, and interesting, but it seems like an odd choice at this point where everyone is totally into the Mandalorian and Boba Fett can pre- very much be a part of that I mean he, he we have seen him he has been a couple of times in, in in Clone Wars but that's the mystique of Boba Fett like the less we see of him the more interesting he gets like too much cake maybe I don't know oh mate too much mm. cake is there too much cake um yeah st you've you've met me clearly no there isn't <laughs> there's so much cake next time you see us on instagram live guys it's just gonna be matt and i jumping in a bouncy castle filled with cake or a bounce with house, vat of gatto as, as the americans call it yes yes st nine double zero one nine got it right i think 
Nice one. Um, yeah, King of Malta, also known as. Mate, I read Eve's uh, message. Actually, he, he actually wrote this on our Instagram um, post, which got mm. so much traction. Thank you for all of the comments on that, guys. Um, yeah, and I asked him to put this in a voice message because it was, to me, it was like, that's perfect. Because in in my head, I'd already thought of my illustration about this news, and it was my Amazon package thing. And then for a dude to come along and and say pretty much the same thing, but with cake, it's pretty much just a better way of saying it. I was like, mate, this guy's spot on. <laughs> he gets it. This guy is so good. Um, no, just so, so good. good. So, yeah, I, mate, I totally, totally agree with No, that's it. Uh, I, no, yeah, I, I can't say anything more than that other than I do agree in this instance that sometimes too much cake can be bad for you. Um, a lifetime on the lips or whatever it is, a lifetime on the hips and all that. But, yeah, it's we've got Mando. Could it be overkill? Possibly. But uh, also, Malta is a beautiful part of the world. I've, uh, I've been there. It's lovely. So uh, you're a lucky man patrolling those shores, my friend. So uh, thank you for that, um, Eve, for your thoughts there, dude. Uh, elsewhere, we had Paul Buckle and Glenn Tasker. They thought heading, as we mentioned, for an MCU slash DC Arrowverse situation with shows and stories crossing over. So there's that. Uh, the wonderfully named Cream Trumpeteer says, I very much doubt this is true. The Obi-Wan series starts filming in January. Mando season three is going to be shooting too. So I don't think Disney Lucasfilm would have a third live action Star Wars show filming at the same time. We have got Cassian though. Plus I find it hard to believe they would make another show of the Mandalorian. The armor at least, um, Cream says. Lone gunslinger type as a central character. If it is true, I think it's a lazy move. There's plenty of galaxy out there to explore. Give us some new characters, worlds and stories. Uh, on that last part, Always up for new characters, worlds, and stories, man. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. And I like that. New characters. Great comments there, guys. Uh, up next, the Lord of the Wrens said, great name, by the way, said, <laughs> I want it if A, he is a bad guy the whole show. Oh, spicy. B, Dengar and Bosk make an appearance. Oh, oh, filth. And C, he doesn't get his armor back till the last episode. Oh, and D, it's one season. I like it. Lord, Lord of the Wrens knows what's going down. Uh, Emily Bonner, legend, said, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Disney... I'm going to be happy with just about anything you put out, but can you please finish a project before starting another? I'm still waiting on that Kenobi series. Emily, let me give you one of these. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll drink it up. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Emily just come along and uh, I think said it again brilliantly. Uh, I'd, I'd agree with that. Ah, Bonner always brings the filth, so uh, I agree. Let's just f- at least get one of them in the can before we start another one. Cassian, Obi-Wan, Boba, give us one finished one. Um, but to, as I mentioned, we've got an awful lot of comments, and to summarise all of them, a lot of people were bringing up the point that two series focusing on Mandalorian characters or Mandalorian-focused like, characters, because obviously the armour, could be overkill. Some are questioning whether the character really warrants a show given that he's got minutes of screen time and minimal dialogue, 
So the overall feedback from this week's Bantina discussion was actually largely pessimistic, which we don't usually get on the sessions. We're here for all opinions, but generally it's a mixed bag. But for the most part, well, obviously we had some people who were kind of up for it, but nobody really was like, yes, yes, I need this in my life. What a great idea. I mean, there are, there are people out there, of course. This is just a, a microcosm. This is just a, uh, a selection of people. But in all of our responses, nobody really seemed overly positive about it. So I found that quite um, interesting, man. Mm, very good. Very good. I, I, I've liked the diversity of opinions, man. And I still think, you know, someone said earlier, they're not sure if this is even true. Yeah. Part of me believes this is real. Part of me believes this is early days. This is mm-hmm. early. And what if this is new, uh, old news that, you know, they're picking up? It happens in media, man. It happens. It's a bit, a bit, like we said up top, it's got a director. It's got a, it's got a screenwriter attached and a script written. It's fully cast. Locations are scouted. Budgets have been set. The catering companies have been sorted out. Everything would be ready. And I know the volume helps an awful lot, but you can't just walk into the volume and everything's ready. There are still sets built for the man, though. So that would mean that everything has been done under complete secrecy, which isn't out of the realms of possibility, dude. They can do that. But it just seems very far-fetched that as we are recording this episode and as this episode goes out and you guys are probably listening to it, it's it's happening now. I don't know. Again, it it can happen. It's not saying that isn't the case. I, but you know, deadline is deadline is reputable. Deadline is one of the one of the guys and girls you want reporting your story if you want to get some legitimacy. So that sways me that actually, you know, this could be true. It's the you know going in filming this week, not production, but it's filming. If they said it's going into production this week, I believe that you know they're starting writing the scripts uh, or pre-production. Sorry, they're writing the scripts. They're getting people on board. I believe that, but starting filming this week, I don't know, man. But if it is. You know, well done for keeping it a secret. But uh, as everyone, as we saw from the uh, Bantina comments there, a lot of people seem to be a bit bemused by this or kind of all con- confused by this, and we're no different. What about this? Just briefly, got to because we're in the Bantina, got to keep this short. But like, what if we don't see Mandalorian again in this in season, um, Boba Fett again in season two of Mandalorian? What is that? If we don't see him again, then he's getting his own show probably. I, I, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. All right. There we, there <laughs> oh, we go. No. Good oh, no. <laughs> For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. Best podcast. Oh, sorry. Oh, best podcast. Yeah. Danny Boy loves it. And guess who else loves it? You lot love it, especially our cheeky patrons. Uh, to kick us off in the uh, Patreon-only part of the Bantina, it is their king of Belgium himself, our boy, our lad. It's Dimsky. Let's hear it. Goedag, bonjour. If you would have the opportunity to bring a Legends character into canon through a Disney Plus series, who would you choose and played by which actor? I would love to have a Dash Rendar series with a guest cameo of perhaps Han and Chewie or maybe Lando. Perhaps played by myself, of course. Or maybe Timothy Chalamet. Stay spicy, you guys. Au revoir. 
Lovely. We love to hear it from our boy Dimsky, Matty boy. What are you saying about Dimsky's cheeky question? The Belgian Bond. Uh, well, like he said, I'd love to see Dimsky himself, Adam. I'd love to see him play uh, Dash Rendar because, you know, Dash, Dashin, Dimsky, all three of those go well together. They work in synergy because he is the Belgian Bond for a reason. Charming. Uh, for me, um, you know, Legends is fine. Uh, obviously, Dash is a good character to go with, like the Han Solo-esque scoundrel. Um, Darth Revan is an obvious choice as well. And I actually probably would plump with Revan. And I know it's probably going to be disappointing to so many people because it's so obvious. But what a great, like, twisted, layered story Darth Revan had. Jedi fall into the dark side. His story isn't just it isn't just uh, top level. There's an awful lot going on there. Uh, Darth Crate would be another one. Um, and uh, who was that one? I can't remember her name now, but... There was one like Sith Dark Side who was basically like the most powerful, like, immortal of all time. I'd love him to do that just for a laugh, um, and then kill her off straight away to, to annoy people. But otherwise, um, someone like Mount Sorrow—that's what Legends was all about. Mount Sorrow was basically a, a mountain in Star Wars that just cried the whole time. It just got sad and it cried, and it was a mountain with a face and it cried. It was a sad mountain. <laughs> Give me that just for again, sad mountain. Just for a laugh, Mount, Mount Sorrow. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not a massive fan of Legends. I don't mind it. So for me, it is the more. Um, there's probably some deeper cuts out there who would be much cooler. But Darth Crate is great. Darth Revan would be an awful lot of fun. Dash Rendar as well. Uh, otherwise, the Sad Mountain. Sad Mountain. Um, yep, nice one. Uh, <laughs> Mount Sorrow. Do you know what, what about you, big man? Do you, do you know what, mate? Um, for me, I'm not sure if this is cheating or not. I, I personally, I don't think this is actually, um, because I was hoping for this in the sequel trilogy, um, the Darth Plagueis book, right? Oh, yeah, right. Um, I th- I was convinced for a while that Snoke was Darth Plagueis, and in some mm. ways, I think that was the plan, um, but it wasn't. I would love to see Plagueis return in some form right because although he's mentioned and he's he's referred to you know so is other things in the star wars canon that actually isn't 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 classed as canon right uh i think of clone wars yeah yoda um anyway i think uh darth plagueis uh and i think there's quite a few actors that would portray him really well um i would probably i would i don't know if i'd want him to be an alien actually because i'd want plagueis to still be acted out brilliantly, you know, just mm-hmm. flawless. It needs to be flawless. Just just to even come eye to eye with Ian McDermott and his excellent performance of, of Palpatine, you know, it needs to be on that level. Um, so there's a few people. Um, maybe someone like Michael Caine. Um, you know, I'm thinking just these old classic uh, British actors it could be anyone but michael kane is just what i have i have in my head this old british guy maybe that's because of palpatine um it's probably that's probably the the main reason um only other guy i think of is maybe jeremy irons again because he has i don't know that these guys just have those faces yeah they have the voice the faces and it, it it could be just really scary creepy you know and just like wow yeah this guy knows what he's doing 
I think it was a real missed opportunity that the sequels didn't dive into that. Um, but nevertheless, maybe there's room for that in the future. Um, so for me, mate, without a doubt, it's always going to be Darth Plagueis. Without a doubt. In some capacity, I want to see him. Um, I like your idea of Dash. Um, maybe a more low, a lower skilled um, star killer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, that, not so OP. people as well. Yeah, not so OP. Yeah, for all we know, he's probably like alive somewhere in the timeline. <laughs> We're gonna see him in the Mandalorian. Maybe that's the fourth TV show. Oh man, the Star Wars at Disney Plus. Oh. Yeah, no, right here no. on Disney Plus. <laughs> Star Killer's just going around chopping Ewoks' heads off. <laughs> that's it. Just killing everyone he came to love in the OT, pulling Star Destroyers out. Oh, yeah. it so, works in the game, but mm. yeah, no, never. Uh, Darth Plagueis is my solid answer. Great question, Dimsky. Yeah, good shout. Uh, I forgot. I, I'd have Matt Smith playing Reverend not Keanu Reeves, which is the popular choice. Give me Matt Smith. I like Matt Smith. Um, so, cheers, Belgian Bond. Next up is Jimmy Adams, the tank from the states. He said, "Which characters from Star Wars would make a great president?" I think Leia is the obvious answer. She's calm. She thinks things through. She's quick in her feet but will blow a hole in the wall if that's what's needed. What do you guys think? Best president or PM? Any out-of-the-box ideas? So who's our, so in the terms of a galactic governor, who would you choose, uh, Lukey Boy? Jamie's gone for um, Leia. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I like it. Um, so don't want to sound like a broken record, but Darth Plagueis, yeah? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Dimsky. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Darth Plagueis. <laughs> uh, yeah, at this rate, mate. Uh, Plagueis, Palpatine, name, name the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Except Maul. Name the bad... Yeah, Maul. Maul just... Kill him off, he'll come back, mate. Yeah, he doesn't he'll, win any fights either. Just like Boba Fett. There's a team of them somewhere. Yeah, uh, uh, Plagueis, mate. Plagueis. What, what are you saying, mate? Uh, Elay is a good choice. I'm, do you know what I'm going for? Not the English Rose, but she'd obviously be great at anything, but Rose Tico. Oh, Rose Tico. Tico. Do you know what I mean? She's pragmatic. She wants answers, and she takes a helicopter view of the situation. Do you remember uh, in the Rise of Skywalker when, po- when Oscar Isaac was forced to say, somehow Palpatine returned with a straight oh, yes. face? Great. Rose was the first one to really stop and say, hang on a second, do we actually believe all this waffle? She wanted to fact-check and get all the info first before rushing in head on. So she wanted to potentially prevent uh, panic. Uh, plus she's got combat experience, and she's got boots on the ground experience of actually working, working on the pipes and that. So she knows what the everyman like me wants, but she's also risen to be to go alongside galactic royalty like Leia, so she can communicate at all levels, you see. Uh, and she's good for blaster. Uh, otherwise, just give it to Han Solo just for a laugh. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Rose Rose is a good answer, man. But I don't know, Plagueis, mate. <laughs> Rose would take him down in a fight. Maybe. You talk about helicopters. What, you, maybe you should give her one of those uh, helicopter lightsabers from Rebels. Or something. <laughs> Your favourite. She, she will be inevitable. <laughs> oh, mate. Sabercopters. We've gone about 70 episodes without mentioning it. They're yeah. back, so like Plagueis and Rose Tico are our choices. Jimmy, mate, thank you so much. For guys and girls out there, let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, who do you want to bring back from Legends? Who do you think would be the best galactic ruler? 
um let us know your thoughts and we've got one more haven't we mate yes uh it's from big boy sean hudson legend familiar name a uh, long time ago in a galaxy far far away it's that time it's the fanfare the campaigning the fight the vote i'm starting to see a theme here uh the voting <laughs> for the mayor of coruscant is about to end two young politicians are up for the role hudson versus bly it's a tight contest the last few votes will matter what is your final speech to win the final votes and what are your two main party policies keep it spicy big love from big hud grand admiral sean p.s love the new mando show that dropped uh, Sean right let me let me I'm I am the natural successor to Prime Minister Darth Plagueis <laughs> you are Plagueis a, a vote for <laughs> a vote Somehow, for Blywalker Luke Bly returned it's a vote for Blywalker is a vote for free helicopter lightsabers for everyone <laughs> everyone gets everyone gets a helicopter lightsaber thrown at their head okay <laughs> Um, is that all? No. Every Gungan, every Gungan has to, by law, perform as a clown because that's canon. Yeah, it is. I got that idea from one of the books. I think Good it's man. Aftermath. Don't know. You're right. Um, yep. So that's that. And, you know, Kashyyyk, all the, all the Wookiees are going to be taken off of. Oh, please, Mr. Wookiee, can you leave the planet? And it's going to be nuked. Give it that stinking planet once and for all. Yes, yes. but um, I'm going to send a few Star Destroyers out to the unknown regions, and we're going to find out what's there. <laughs> we're well, we're going to win the space race. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's going to be Yuuzhan Vong, and it's all going to go mental. Basically, I'm describing the trilogy that's going to be coming set hundreds of years after Rise of Skywalker, basically. So, Boba Fett yeah. Disney Plus series. Take that to the bank, guys. See, how do I see you up? in the office. <laughs> That's it. Fake news. How do I follow that up? Um, it's funny how we both started with a vote for, but a vote for Matt Hudson for Jabba the Hud. It's a vote for peace, stability and justice for my new empire. Gone are the days <laughs> where the lofty sit in their temples on Coruscant, though I will be living in that temple. And in are the days of joint prosperity and unity, with me claiming a lot of your hard-earned money and taxes, I will just say. Once you vote, Matt, you never go back, is oh! what my tagline is. <laughs> it is there. Yeah. It is there again. Um, policies, uh, I don't know, better assistance for small businesses like Dex's Diner. And you know what? I'm going to give more money to the lower levels. They seem pretty funky down there, but they get no assistance. So I'm going to chuck a load of money at the lower levels because um, they look like they're now to party down there as well. And the spice trade down there is off the chart. So I'm going to give wow. some more money down there. And get Dex Diner, you know, make him into like a franchise like Gordon Ramsay or Jamie Oliver. Like McDonald's. All that McDonald's, yeah. <laughs> McDex's. McDex. Uh, love it, mate. <laughs> Absolutely love it. I, I, I think basically it's Anna, your Anakin Skywalker if, ed, if everything had gone right. Uh, yeah, before slaughtering the younglings, yes. Yes, yes. That's lovely, mate. That's lovely. I, I respect that. I respect Thank that. You, of course, so. no one talks about the other candidate we're running about. We're running against. Yeah, who cares about that guy? <laughs> yeah, no, Valorum is back. <laughs> Valorum. <laughs> yeah. Valorum is back, and he has a lot 
of backing power. <laughs> Somehow, Valorum actually has returned. Terence Stamp, who, who won the who won the vote, guys? Let us know. Are you, is, is it a vote for Blywalker or a vote for Jabba the Hud? Who's who swayed you? Who's won your hearts and minds? Eh? Uh, thank you so much for those Patreon questions. We're going to drop another bunch next week. If you want to jump onto our Patreon, you can, and I implore you to do so. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You get three extra shows a month. Plus, you get a bit more Blywalker, which is never a bad thing. So with that, that is that for the Bantina for this week. Uh, bartender, sorry about the mess, but we will be back next week to share another drink with you guys and have some more galactic good times. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game! Doodly doodly ah, Maddie boy, are you ready? Are you ready? Uh, I've got my phone on charge, if that's what you mean, in case I need to phone anyone. Oh, do you know what? You won't need your phone. In fact, get your phone and throw it out the window, mate. Because this is it's better than any phone, mate. Lob it. Good and good and good and ready out the window. Really? It, go um, this is this is is it is that food? Question mark? The game. Uh, ev- <laughs> That's right. It's related. Um, I get it. Everyone, everyone at home, play along with our uh, weekly Star Wars sessions game. And uh, this week it is my turn, and we are playing. Is it food with Luke Blywalker? Cue the music. <sighs> so Matt, so Matt, I'm going to name some Star Wars food, but some of it is rubbish. Some might say. Some of it is poodoo. It's not actually Star Wars food, but some of it is real. And you need to tell me which of this is Star Wars food or not Star Wars food. Uh, all right, I've got to try and get one up with Galaxy's Edge head in, in gear here. That's it, mate. That is it. So, number one, are you ready, mate, boy? Let's do it. Let's do it. Colo Clawfish. Star Wars food or not Star Wars food? That is definitely Star Wars food because Dryden Voss mentions it in Solo. (laughs) This guy. I'm sure of it. This guy. How? That is spot on. I can't (laughs) even lie. That is spot on. How? how? Because I'm a geek, man. And that that fish was seen in The Phantom Menace as well. It's one of those big ones. And it's always a bigger fish. It's one of those fish. It's one of them. You... You're an absolute <laughs> ledge. That Dog. is what you are, Matty boy. Okay, you've got one right, Matty boy. Is number two, Bantha Basil Donica. Food. Star Wars food or not Star Wars food? I was hoping I could go and get a clean sweep, but um, Bantha Basil <laughs> Donica. Um Zil Donica. Zil Donic. No, it's not Star Wars. It can't be. Get it from Tesco. Other supermarkets oh. are available. Oh, oh. That is, again, correct, yes! Matty boy. Yes. Well done, mate. Well done. You're doing good. Oh, You're doing I good. I want to ace it. I want to okay. do it. We've never had a complete yeah, you... round. Okay. All right. So, uh, number three. What about Thala Siren Milk? 
style of sirens are those like, gawpy things from The Last Jedi um, that caused the fandom to erupt. I'm going, it is Star Wars um, sustenance. That is absolutely right. It is Star yes! Wars food, you naughty boy. What about what about this? Are you ready for number four? I'm ready. Fruits de la Felucia. <laughs> Fruits de la Felucia. Aspi de la Zouche. Uh, Fruits de la... It can't be. I refuse to allow that. It can't be. No, it's, it's not. It, that's from that's from Lidl or something. <laughs> that's from Lidl. <laughs> Iceland's own. <laughs> You're spot on, mate. That is absolute yeah. rubbish. That is absolute rubbish. Okay. Oh, yeah. Are you ready for number five? I'm on a hot streak. Come on, I'm getting okay, nervous now. I'm ready. Good. Matty Boy knows his Star Wars food. He's a good <laughs> boy. Uh, what about this, mate? Um, deep fried Nuna legs. Oh, I've never heard of this. Nuna legs. Um, yeah. Deep fried Nuna legs. Isn't that what Italians call their grandmothers? That's uh, Nonna, sorry. Um, Nonna. Good, good, good. Deep fried Nan legs. Um Deep fried Nuna legs. No, it's not Star Wars food. I'm going to throw my hat out there. No, it's not. Matty boy. It is Star Wars food. In fact, we see it in Star Wars, the Clone Wars, in the episode Voyage of Temptation. Sorry, mate. Before 100, we'll 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 get the clean sweep before 100, man. One of us will. They're, they're all Duchess and Satine and other people are having a, having a little munch on a, basically what looks like KFC. Oh, um, they're above my station. They're, they're royalty, so I wouldn't have got that, you see. Oh, mate, it's a hard life. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy mm-hmm. for us lads from, from Essex. Uh, what, what about the next option? Myleran fruit. Oh, that is, definitely, that is Star Wars food. Yes, it is definitely. Oh. It's in Rebels and Kanan noshes on it as well. You're spot on, Matty boy. You are spot on. Yes. He's bringing you know it back. What, dude? He's bringing you know it what? back. I, I, I was flicking through YouTube earlier on. This is relevant. Um, and I saw, and on my, for some reason, on my recommended uh, videos was the Kanan Audio Comic. I think it's Star Wars Comics, I think they're called. Really good channel. Who, who does it? They bring them to life and they do all these, they do the voices and that. And I was like, do you know what? Uh, well, I don't know why this has come up because I haven't watched anything related to it, but I'm going to put it on. And in the first episode they talk about Kanan's like oh Melu run fruit oh. so about seven hours ago I heard that same word so it's really odd how that's come up what what are the chances 100% that's 100%. crazy 100%. right okay then well let's see let's see if you can get this last one mate this last <sighs> one okay on. are you ready how are you feeling I'm disappointed. This could have been the clean sweep, but seven out, six out of seven will do for me. Or oh, mate, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, we're on number seven. We're on number seven. Okay. Whew. Is this Star Wars food? Jabba's Paddy Frog Snacks. <laughs> um, Jabba's Paddy Frog Snacks. Paddy. Paddy, Paddy. Jabba's Paddy. Um, <laughs> t- to be honest, they all sound mental so they all could be yeah, that's, but, that's the idea that's Jabba's Paddy Frog Sticks we've just I'm seen here. Frog Lady um, uh, we've just seen Frog Lady in The Mandalorian no more spoilers 
uh, I can't imagine. No, I can't imagine her legs being eaten. I can't have it. So no, it's not. Don't say Jabba would do that. <sighs> Matty boy. Paddy. Official snack of Jabba's palace on Tatooine is indeed Jabba's paddy frog snack. <laughs> that is the canon <laughs> name for what Jabba is eating in Return of the Jedi. Oh, that's of course he's not a, an impressive five out of seven is not bad, Matty Boy. You know your Star Wars snacks. Well, I'll take that, my friend. I was desperate for a clean... It's only just dawned on me. We've never... None of us have ever, in the quizzes and trivia and this kind of thing, we've never aced it. And we've, we might do it before we get to 100. And I thought I was going to do it, but... One day. I'll take your five out of seven and I'll run with it, my friend. One day we'll do it, Matty Boy. One day. One day we'll do it, but today is not that day, as another <laughs> franchise once said. Uh, but that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions, episode 89. But the fun doesn't end there. It never will. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can find us on Twitter at Star Wars Session with no S at the end. You can slide into our galactic DMs on Instagram at Star Wars Sessions or feel free to drop us a cheeky voicemail or message to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. We're on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. Everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast, we're on there. And if you love the show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice and head on over to podchaser.com. It's the IMDB for podcast. It's awesome. We're there, of course. So drop us a review over there. If you do have a spare minute, we'd really appreciate that. It helps the show grow. It gets more people involved and we get to hear from you guys each and every week because of it and that's what we're all about and please tell all your star wars friends about us tell your mum tell your dad tell your mates tell your cats tell your ewok tell bantha basil donica tell your cousin the more the merrier other castle spicy tell that poor frog's legs who's just been noshed on by a jabber this is the podcast you're looking for so until next time from me see ya <laughs> and from luke May the force be with you always. Luke, do you want to walk out? Patreon. <laughs> <laughs>